Welcome to Beyond This Surf, Episode 10, Season 3. It is the year-end episode where we will review what happened in this year. The censorship and the destruction of a world event crisis continues unabated as space becomes the place where humanity hopes it can reach in the future. Time may be running out, however, as mass psychosis rampages throughout the whole nation and the rest of the world. Lockdowns, vaccinated, separated from the unvaccinated. The censorship dealing with such and a whole lot more. All this plus the news items of the week for now. Coming up next on this week's edition of Beyond This Earth. This is Beyond This Earth. Hopefully we got everything back in order. Welcome to this week's episode. The final episode of 2021. The year in review episode of Beyond This Earth. And it is still the same problem from last year. The world event crisis and the pandemic that is related to such. I want y'all to really think about what is going on. A tragedy that is about to become much worse. World event crisis now has a new strain, Omicron. This Omicron strain, while mild, is causing a lot of consternation with a lot of people. But I think it is best to hear the words of those that are a part of the problem and those that don't understand the solution and those that are trying to figure a way out of this mess that they have been created. But I think the real problem we have to accept and realize is that the world has become insane. And I think you have to realize how real short the fuse has been lit. Real short the fuse that now it has been lit is about to explode. Vaccination protocols and mandates in order to even eat out have started all throughout Europe. And what do you know? The populace is getting restless and they're burning down places where the vaccines are located. How is this possible? Are they gonna call them for terrorism too? The censorship that is amazing to witness, especially now concerning this world event crisis it's unimaginable. No one's talking about Australia and what's going on over there with their concentration camps. 
call it what it is. Don't censor yourself. That's what it is. And they are placing them there on a positive test or on a negative test. And they have to wait 14 days to re-release this theater that the strong nations are putting up, especially led by Jacqueline. Jacqueline, I don't know her name is. Let's just call her the dark princess of the planet. Bardem, as it were, whatever her name is. The dark princess of neoliberalism, if you want to put it, but if you want to make a call for it, is the dark princess. She's evil, incarnate, right in your face. Didn't the incident that happened in New Zealand some years back with the mass shooting also stated the fact? And who, ironically, are the countries that prevented that particular manifesto, as it were, to even be on the internet? I can guess a few names. And wouldn't you know it? that each of those nations have all have vaccination mandates for their citizens. I just want y'all to understand how dark y'all you're seeing this. News items later on in the show will showcase some of the connections that these particular countries, especially China, have with some of these nations, especially one of them which I've been talking about for the last several weeks, are all reaching to a head. I'll mention it later. Some say this was all planned. Is it planned? Let's put it in simple terms. Somebody has got to stop these people from going off the deep end. But I think it is the deep end that they have gone all out of. How do I know that it is the deep end they got all they're going off of? They've been doing it in different ways, in subtler ways, throughout the school system. Do I have to read something to you from Twitter? to explain how bad it's really gotten in this pandemic and to just let you know on how dark and twisted these people have become. From Twitter user going Godward, when there's a physical altercation or extreme disrespect to a teacher, students are sent to a restorative space to respect and sometimes write a letter of apology. These were done by fifth graders at one particular school, that school that I'm going Godward is going towards. Let me pause here before I make my point. I place little, if any, blame on the students for the quality and at most, if not all, of the blame on the school system. The child on the left, on the left side of the picture said, if I could read him the sentences 
and he drew pictures because he cannot spell. Similar situation for the paper on the right. The student asked me to read the sentences and she wrote her responses to the best of her ability. Both students are capable of giving thoughtful, articulate, verbal responses, but they cannot read nor they can spell. I wish I could say these were anomalies at my school, but they're not. Their school was closed the entire year of the World Bank crisis. Most of them checked out during that time. Midst in a year of learning loss, already existing performance standards, and the no child left behind, and voila! I have countless students who cannot read nor spell. They cannot do basic math, and 10-year-olds who cannot write the number sits properly. They sit for seven hours for instruction a day without knowing how to read. How frustrating. This is Title I public education in America. This is the quality they're turning out. Children are being passed on without knowing how to read or even to do basic mathematics. They are frustrated, which leads into behavioral problems. The behavioral problems are treated with medication. If you look at the picture and read the thread and think that American education is still the gold standard, heck, any standard, you've been brainwashed. As they lessen standards for SATs and ACTs, Harvard saying they will no longer do SATs and ACT scores. They will only allow high GPAs. It's all coming down, folks. In a blaze of glory but it's not glorious to see the destruction of a spiritual concept that is dot right in front of your faces. And it all goes upwards to the failure of this treatment. Do I have to tell you? Sergio Aguero was a healthy, strong, Wonderful player for Manchester City. Went to Barcelona. Started to have some heart problems. He has to retire from international play and from club play at the age of 36 years old. At the age of 36 years old, this man's retiring. Christian Everson someone that fainted during the Euros in 2021, which was rescheduled due to this World Bank crisis, cannot play for his club anymore. Over 75 to 90 players in soccer had either fainted or had heart conditions and their futures are uncertain.
not only that, we're having a breakout in the Premier League as several games have been delayed yet again due to the World Bank crisis and the treatments. Most of them are vaccinated and some of them have already gotten boosters. Not to be outdone, the National Football League has rescheduled three games as of this recording as Washington football team has over 25 people with the pandemic. Almost all of them have been treated with the pan with the treatment. We hear stories of great players that have just suddenly passed away. Marcus Thomas, number 88 for the Denver Broncos. Passed away suddenly at the age of 33 after retiring after 10 years of the league. He was mostly healthy. But he suddenly died of a heart attack in the bathroom at 33, 36 years old. When more events like this happening. And now, recently, as we are starting this, as we continue the recording, the CEO of Southwest Airlines with three vaccinations and a booster has caught the virus and has tested positive for either the Delta variant or the Omicron variant of this pandemic. Does anybody in this world have any fucking clue what they're fucking doing? Does anybody have a fucking clue? No one got a clue. And now you're going to separate the world between those that did not get the treatment and those that had the treatment. But it seems that those that have the treatment not only get Delta, they got Omicron. And it turns out that that Omicron is concentrated on the spike protein, the very thing that is being used in these treatments to trick the body into thinking that this is a bad thing when the treatment is inserted into the body. And now all these things are starting to appear. Everybody has gotten spooked. So spooked, in fact, to splitting the world into a million pieces. We got videos to show you. We got things to prove to you. Something is up. And it's time for all of you to know why. 500 doctors. Who knows what's going on in the United States? 500. 500. We got a million doctors in the United States. We got half a million nurse practitioners and physician assistants. I can tell you the nurses are more awake than the doctors. Why is that? 
the doctors appear to be like many of our leaders. By the way, all the leaders, leaders of the major churches, every single one of them, the major religious branches are under the spell. Every major global international leader is under the spell. We're in what's called a mass formation psychosis. This is very important. I give credit to Dr. Matthias Desmet in the University of Ghent in Belgium, and recently Dr. Mark McDonald, psychiatrist from LA. Mark McDonald's got a new book out, The United States of Fear, describing how the mass psychosis developed. What your listeners need to know is a mass psychosis is when there is a groupthink that develops that's so strong that it leads to something horrific. And the examples are these mass suicides that occur in these religious cults. The example is Nazi Germany, when people walk into gas chambers and were gassed. These horrific things, and, and four elements here, it's very important, Joe. First, there must be a period of prolonged isolation, lockdowns. Number two, there must be a, a, a withdrawal of things taken away from people that they used to enjoy. That's happened. Number three, there must be constant, incessant, free-floating anxiety. All this news cycle, all the, the deaths and the hospitalizations, more, more variant mutant strains, everything, people could be becoming scared over and over again. And the last thing, number four, the capper. The capper is there must be a single solution offered by an entity in authority. And this case is clear. Worldwide, the solution was vaccination. Everybody must take the vaccination. It's not a U.S. program. It's not a European program. It's everywhere. And you know what, Joe? It doesn't matter what vaccine it is. It could be uh, Chinavac, Coronavac, it could be Novavax, it could be Pfizer, Moderna, J&J. It's interesting that it doesn't even matter what vaccine it is. It's just take a vaccine, take any vaccine. And so what mass psychosis says is number four, the solution, there's no limit to the absurdity of the solution. About recently, that concerns me, and I want to know what your thoughts on this were, seeing as you spent your life in the medical establishment. My concern is that corporations, their goal is to continually make more money. Every year, they'd like to make more money than the last. This year, for the pharmaceutical companies, it's been an insanely profitable year because of the vaccines. My, I have a real concern, and I wonder if you share this concern, that they're going to try to continue to make the same amount of money. And the best way to do that is to continue to encourage people to be vaccinated and to create new vaccines, even if they're not necessarily the right thing to do. If it's about making money, I'd almost prefer the vaccines get full FDA approval. You know, none of the vaccines are FDA approved. Right. Even Pfizer's not FDA approved. That was a false talking point. Pfizer has a continuation of the EUA. Uh, BioNTech, which is not in the United States, got a biological licensing agreement. That still means they have to do a lot to get approved. They have to actually have a, a approved package insert. They have to commit to post-marketing studies on myocarditis. They have to give safety warnings on pregnancy. They're not there yet. So no product is approved in the United States. They're all emergency use authorized. Everybody needs to know that. Another false talking point that Pfizer was approved on August 23rd, went all the way up to the President of the United States. Since when in history do we have false talking points issued out of FDA meetings that go up to the President of the United States? So they're not approved. Um, listen, everybody's entitled to make some money. What seems unfair about this? What seems unfair about this is the government paid for the development costs. The government pre-purchased the products, even before they knew it was going to work or not work. And we know that with... Uh, a new pharmaceutical company, uh, a new product that was developed by a pharmaceutical company, whether it's a new company or existing company, we know a benchmark for a blockbuster drug would be a billion dollars of sales in its first year. That's a that's a benchmark. And typically half of that billion is spent on the sales force. There's there's a, an investment of billions of dollars in R&D. Do you know with the vaccines that Pfizer in its first year hit $33 billion? 
And now I think next year, 36 billion, no development costs. The government, no sales force because they don't have to sell the vaccine. Yeah. They are just the suppliers. But I think I want to lay some markers down for number one, listen to this phrase and, and, and internalize what it means. Facts to vote. Facts to vote. This is what they're going to start talking about when they realize that they can't win uh, the midterm elections. Whoa, when whoa, 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 full stop. Whoa, stop. Facts to vote. Oh my God. What me? What are you talking about? I didn't even well, think of this. Um, this is so great. I'm gonna steal it. I I, I see exactly where okay. you're going with this. Want me through it? Yes. I love it. Yes. Well, you've been sending me some articles, right, um, over the last couple of days about the Democrat panic that's going on right now. The same situation is occurring all across the Western world with these governments realizing that their publics don't find them legitimate legitimate anymore. And so, what better way? Um, to, uh, I, I suppose, win, win, win your elections uh, th like, uh, like you know, Vladimir Putin often does, uh, than to disenfranchise the people that you don't want voting. Just take them out of the equation altogether. Uh, and the best way for these people to do that is requiring a vaccination card, a vaccination, a COVID pass uh, for you to go to be able to vote. This is a step after. This is this is one step further than. Um, drop boxes and, and all the other measures that we saw in 2020. And I, I guarantee you, I mean, just like just like everything we talked about, CTCL, everything before the last election, I guarantee you'll be looking back at this in six months and going, yeah, they called it. They called it again on the war room. Facts to vote is going to become a push on the political left, on the, from the political establishment. I guarantee that. Wow. Smart. You predicted some serious stuff there. Remember, the... Compression of time from wingnut conspiracy theory to political fact is now what Raheem, ninety days. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I've said, I've said, I've said something on this show now that I know that media is going to write up and media matters are going to write up and probably find its way into CNN or, or whatever. Uh, you know, Bannon and Co. spread vaccine vote conspiracy theories, and then just wait, just wait when the Atlantic article comes out a month later and says, actually, you know, we really do need to start thinking about vax to vote. This is just the way it works now. So, so mark this date down in diaries. Paul Young stated this many years ago in his symbology of ideas in that particular book. Indeed, it is becoming more obvious that it is not famine, nor earthquakes, nor microbes, ultimately. Not cancer, but man himself, who is man's greatest danger to himself. For the simple reason that there is no adequate protection against psychic epidemics, which are infinitely more devastating than those of the worst, of the worst natural catastrophes. The things that were predicted all that many years ago by Young and many others about the collective psychic epidemic that is a fact of this world event crisis and the disaster that has come about because of same is happening right in front of your faces and you're not seeing it for what it is. Do you see what's going on in South Korea? How can anybody come here and complain about North Korea when South Korea is doing pretty much the same thing 
America's favorite Asian country. That's what they have become. America's favorite Asian country has is doing contentless, robotic is all the rest of that bullshit. And everybody's wondering what about the uh, the symptoms and the and all the rest of it of not talking to another person. You don't respect nobody here in this country. How much or in another country? How much more all this other shit? The leaders of these nations have come around and put out the bullshit. They're saying, we don't want you in here, you stupid ass motherfuckers. That's what they pretty much stated. And the people that are following them, they're, they're psychotic and always has been. You cannot tell a whole ass motherfucker, right? That if he can believe the bullshit that he hears and that he's been bought, a, that he has bought a lie, you cannot tell him that, ooh, three shots and you're free. And it, but it don't work. He gonna continue to do that. All this is socialism. All this is communism. All of it is going to lead up onto a Jim Jones, the guy that said our spirit, the guy that said the spiritual home of the Jim Jones movement is the Soviet Union. All of it is going to lead into another Jonestown incident on a globalized scale. When it dead happens, Motherfuckers gonna start asking serious questions about what the fuck happened to a society that did such a thing. I got nothing to tell you but get prepared and get ready. Next year is coming in about a couple of days. I said something about a two and a half years ago and it's being said now. And I'm just letting y'all know what this is. Past sometime, Jane, June of 2022. Because it seems to me that the rest of the world is not going to back down from the bullshit. Nor I expect, no, I did not expect many of these liberals to do the same. To back down from this bullshit. From, from June of that year, shit gonna start happening and people will realize that there ain't nothing to save. They bullshitted on everything. Now, you overheard that it's gonna take vaccine, vaccine cards for us to vote. You heard Raheem Kassim say that. When they did that shit, poll tax which is the very thing Black Lives Matter and all the rest of these liberals say we should not do when it comes to actual state IDs. What does that tell me? You're just doing the same type of bullshit you're complaining about them what the conservatives are doing. You are a bunch of clown-faced motherfuckers. Hey, it is what it is. 
it is what it is. We'll talk more, plus other news items from the rest of this year on the next segment of Beyond This Earth. We'll be back right after this. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. Street Journal put out mostly a year in review set up concerning with some of the most important stories that have happened throughout this year. We talked in depth about the main story that connected all the upcoming stories that we are going to discuss, that being the COVID-19 world event crisis and pandemic. One of the things about the pandemic that has opened up a lot of eyes in the lockdowns with mental health, with athletes and others of that particular nature. So athletes and mental health was a long overdue conversation, but in, in reality, it's more like the weaknesses of humanity has been made manifest. And I'm not saying that it is wrong to have certain issues concerning mental health and they needed more global game plans as it were to fix this particular thing the great resignation is also taking place with 30 million people not being able to get certain thing, get get new jobs or looking for jobs or have moved on into all these particular businesses, cryptocons and all the rest of it, NFTs, and new get rich quick schemes that has replaced hard work and all these other things because this pandemic has affected a lot of the ways that we have done work and other things of that nature, how we travel, how we handle all these particular things. The metaverse becoming the next big thing is related to all of these NFTs and cryptos and all the rest of these things. And it's it's going to collapse just as much as aspects of the other parts of society concerning economics are going to collapse because all of these things do not have the basic fundamental reality that a lot of our generation has been lied to when it comes to work when it comes to family when it comes to 
those that want to do the right things. And now we have Gordon Peterson come up and say that Malnidity needs to be destroyed. And it becomes apparent that this man is just trying to bring people back into a normalized structure of the way things are. The way things are are not going to work the way it used to work. What I mean, I will mention this later on, but it is going to get worse before it gets better. Politics is not going to return to normal because politics has turned into a religion, folks. It's a religion. It has become a religion without the aspects of, it's a religion of ideas. That's what this is. If you see it in that particular sense, then you get the answers that everyone has been looking for concerning the way things have gone with this year. So that's just some of those stories that were discussed throughout this year. And, you know, think about this in a fashion that people need to understand. We're talking the rise of dystopian novels, of scary little stories, of horror coming back. I'm going to talk about a little bit more as entertainment starts to go on its death throes and what's going to happen with the recent episode that I tried to do with the media media episode that I did, which is trying to be fixed right now. I uploaded the majority of it. And, you know, we're now doing C-sessions that women are no longer dealing with men anymore, and it does not even matter. I think the most important story is the story that we talked about in the first segment dealing with this pandemic and the psychological massive, massive psychological damage and mass psychosis that humanity is going through. That's one of the main stories. Of course, we have Britney Spears um, leaving conservatorship, which is a much darker thing that we are going to discuss in the future. It's connected to something much, much, much darker than people even realize. And the rise of Clubhouse, Twitter Spaces, Spotify, Green Room, and other particular things of that nature. The rise of these final, well, final generation 2.0 and first generation 3.0, I don't even think it's a 3.0. It's something completely different. So it's all what it is. <sighs> so we'll be back with more right after this on Beyond This Earth. <laughs> Beyond This Earth will continue right after these messages. 
we now return you to Beyond This Earth. you that our episode dealing with the media will be coming in the next couple of days just to make sure that you get everything on an even keel and uh, it, it will be an expansive episode it will be about five hours long or close to it so um, maybe there will be some editing done in that particular sense but but that editing hopefully can be done in a manner that will make it at least more out of uh, applicable applicable for everyone to hear maybe possible that uh, I might have to split it into two parts and, and remove the new sections from that particular one because I did not upload it fully into that and just remove the new sections or at least the parts of the thing that I could not fix so they at least they'll have those new sections in a separate place for that whole show because it pretty much uh, discusses certain aspects of this and um, we're going to have other particular things of that nature to be done as well. Let's talk about Jeopardy. And I think the biggest media story that is not the NFL, that is not what has recently happened with ESPN and YouTube, which means that you Google is pretty much saying that Damn ESPN, we damn Disney, we can't pay this much money for this particular type of content. And so it has gone dark on YouTube TV, which has been the sponsor of this particular pro of the NBA finals for the last several years. And now they cannot pay the fees, which will make their fees $69, which nobody can afford. So what has happened is that it's pretty much this is the way things are. But you have to look at what has happened to Jeopardy. If you did not know and did not live under a bus or are not too much worried, uh, Mike Richards, who used to be his executive producer of both The Price is Right and Jeopardy, was fired from Jeopardy after he made himself the host of Jeopardy and believing that he was going to be the heir apparent for Alice Trebek. And it turns out that the sexual scandals that he went through was found out. And then certain things that he said on a radio show were also found out and to be all putting all the rest of it. They fired him because of even more sexual assault allegations in that particular uh, place and they basically fired him on that particular note and um, pretty much it's now Jeopardy is now being hosted by two people Malene Baylock you know her as Blossom you know her as the girlfriend for uh, uh, Amy Cooper who is the girlfriend of Sheldon well, the wife of Sheldon, if you want to put it in that particular sense. For in the Big Bang Dairy, 
She is also a neurobiologist, has her PhD. We're not denying her her talent and her, her knowledge and all the rest of it. And then we have Ken Jennings, who pretty much was one of the great winners in the early in when they rechanged the rules for Jeopardy in the early 2000, 2011-2010s. Uh, what I'm trying to explain here is, is that it's not necessarily Malene Blaylock's fault or even Ken Jennings' fault for what is going on in Jeopardy. What's going on in Jeopardy is the hubris of, unfortunately, Viacom, uh, Viacom CBS, ultimately, and somewhat the hubris of Sony. And the hubris has reached to a point where I feel as though is that Jeopardy is going to get long in the tooth as we are beginning to realize that Jeopardy is pretty much a ding that has to deal with the smartness of a society and a culture. And that's just the way our culture and this, our society has diminished intelligence, no, diminished thought and diminished imagination and made it seem like it is a bad thing to be intelligent, smart, imaginative, creative, and all the rest of these things. And Jeopardy is the representation of that type of understanding, even though it's basically what you know in the form of this question and how they trick people and not trick people, how they trick people in the game into trying to get that type of money. It was supposed to showcase a education and an educational milo and an educational strength that everybody has been talking about over the last several years. But that educational milo, that educational strength and all the rest of it was done on a political basis in where we were trying to compete with the rest of the world in many sense to see themselves as still the best and all the rest of it, but we have not put the things in place, both in a societal nature and in a nature that needs to be shown and focused at. Whereas, um, they will not, they will not see, they will not see in a better light. Basically, what this is is. The intellectuals that run academica, academia have failed Jeopardy, ultimately, basically. Because if the face of Jeopardy is science and the face of science is Fauci in certain ways, Jeopardy cannot be seen as a good thing anymore. Another thing that you have to also realize is the concept of forgiveness. That... America may not even have that concept of forgiveness anymore, or that concept of forgiveness is changing to ways that cannot be ascertained at this particular time, or the concept of forgiveness is to destroy one in order to build something different that will fit the narrative and the way that America and the elites of America wish to see themselves as. And that is an extremely dark thing to look at and to sense. And it is extremely dangerous to the fact that many other countries have different ways of seeing life and seeing things of life. And if 
it is and if if Tom is not taken when the bullshit really comes down and happens which I don't think it will but things have to be taken seriously motherfuckers are going to catch it the the other that is what basically what it is Mike Richards may have had situations in the prices right that were off putting and they forced him to leave Mike Richards was given a second chance and it seems that at that second chance may not have been enough because of the things that he said earlier or later in, after he left the prices right when he tried to get some sort of a background into saying that he can do this that he has certain types of talents and all the rest of these things and so on and ultimately he was trying to ask questions and all the rest of these things doing shock jock things and whatnot and people are canceling them and forcing companies to move on and saying you gotta give it to Baylock even though Baylock may like the thing they're doing it they're giving the job to either Baylock and and Jennings on the basis of the premise that they are the ones that should take over they asked for because they wanted LeVar Burton to see because they want to see black people to be more successful than uh, to see as most as hell not these gangsters and all the other things and whatnot but you also have to understand in one particular sense all three of these particular people are all being used in many different ways to promote and to reflect a culture that is going under mass psychosis and 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 the mass psychosis is they don't want representation or all of these things concerning with um representation of the lessers is it, it because of the form of mass psychosis that it is and when people have to recognize what that particular thing is and why it's taking place then things can be solved in a manner that everybody will benefit but another thing that Jeopardy showcases is, is that last year when Alice Trebek was hosting the show for ABC and trying to, to, to see the Jeopardy's greatest champion, his ratings were at 15 million people. Those 15 million people, the majority of them are older. The same thing with the WWE. The WWE's uh, uh, Raw and SmackDown skew older. Uh, NXT screwed skewed towards 62, the age of 62, but a lot of them are grandparents and grandmother who let their children watch. And to me, I, I don't think that, I don't think that uh, uh, NXT at that, this particular point with the storylines they want to tell you is, uh, um, suitable for the younger ones. I'm not even sure at certain places, SmackDown and Raw are either or dad put there, but be that as it may. Um, and then, uh, AEW recent uh, ratings came up and say and it's skewed to order because of the long match between um, Hangman and uh, American Dragon Di Brian Danielson. Jeopardy skews older. It skews affluent retirees. And the uh, situation is, is that those, those retirees are passing away. 
And what is happening is, is that Jeopardy may not fit what America is becoming. And I have a very strange notion, unfortunately, that Jeopardy will be canceled in two years. Maybe three, maybe five. It won't last longer than past 2027. And that's sad. But I feel with the way education is changing, the way education is not working with a lot of children, the way that they're trying to find other ways of doing this thing with the situation with the host, the way the television industry is being moved, is heading towards, I do not believe that uh, Jeopardy will last longer than 2027. I do not believe so. They had air appearance for Alice Trebek. They didn't work out in testing. The only way I feel as though Jeopardy can survive in my honest opinion is to get a Japanese host that have huge connections in Japan that is successful that people trust they're starting to trust starting to build a rapport and try and get him to speak in a way and, and have a, a, a style and a flair maybe more Japanese flair than American flair that at least people might come up and say, oh, look at this guy. He's exotic, that sort of thing. You got to play off to a lot of these, not necessarily prejudices, but not even superstitions, but you got to, not even biases, but you got to play off a lot of these, not suppositions, stereotypes. Not all, not always good it's not even a good word to put but that's the best i can put it stereotypes and you gotta change those stereotypes into what could be the next archetype for the host for this particular thing but i don't think they're ready to do that and and, and, and unfortunately new stereotypes are coming concerning the way they want to see this world of america and the rest of the world they'll call global uh, 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 order that they want to now put place upon the rest of the world. They want to put it on and they want to attenuate this type of culture they want to put on there. So if this is going to be the game they're going to kind of play, then they're going to do it in a way that at least... Keep up appearances for Jeopardy. But in my honest opinion, in my heart of hearts, I think all three of Alberton, Manine Bayok, and Ken Jennings are all not the people that should be hosting. But if they host, it won't last long because of the way America's culture is changing from anti-intellectualism. No, anti-thought. Forget intellectualism. Anti-intellectualism had come to the fore because of what has happened with the pandemic and the world event crisis. It's going to come to a head. It's not even that. It is because of an overall thing that has happened before the pandemic. That is representation nonsense. New ways of seeing and thinking about life that don't even work.
the rise of this neo-feminist uh, treatise that is coming out. Um, Chick Crack Bean accepted. Uh, Chick Crack Bean, playful astronomy. Astrology. Playful astrology. And discrimination based on that playful astrology, as it were. Rising up in the occult without any information concerning the occult. Uh, we have this situation with the support of eugenics in many different areas and ways. And, uh, and it just continues unabated. And it doesn't work. We see it with the comic books. We see it with all these other days. We explained it a little bit more in the media side of the thing. But one of one of the things that you also have to realize is video games ain't hitting and in the secrets behind gamer gaming what it all of is. We also explained on that episode as well on how this thing started. You folks are in bigger trouble than you can possibly imagine. Ultimately, you got to see yourself you, you got to see that. The American entertainment structure as it used to exist does not work anymore. It is a game. It is a game. And that game you're losing. You also have to realize that they do not aim a lot of these shows that they air on this TV towards men, masculinity, the whole nine yards. And the shows that do have some aspects of masculinity and all the rest of it is dismissed because of certain issues about race and all the rest of it, which is inexcusable in certain senses, but I understand a lot of people's concerns about it. And they excuse certain types of shows that don't work and they're trying to promote a morass that is ultimately unbecoming. One of the things that also people may have to recognize and realize is that a lot of these people can't write. I said it also in that day. So I'm just giving you an overview of what you're going to learn on that media episode, the media financing and all the rest of it. Speaking of media financing, how did they get Star Trek Discovery to have a fourth season? Because now they have investors that are politically connected to Viacom and all the rest of it, promoting uh, Discovery and Picard. They can't even find financing. And now we're just, we're just talking about financing. They're asking a arm and a leg from Google to keep airing ESPN and APC and Disney Channel and all the rest of it. There is like one or two ABC shows that are succeeding outside of Monday Night Football. One or two. 
Y'all gotta be kidding me. Y'all gotta be kidding me. One or two shows. Maybe Queen does a little bit. It's gaining somewhat of an audience, but outside of that, uh -uh. and all the young people only want to watch ESPN for the sports. And it is proven. This is a joke. It's a joke. It's sad. You see what's going on online with the it, with the. You see what's going on with the with all these other with all these other particular things with the NFTs, non fungible tokens, and all the lot of it. People are making money off of it, but where where do you think their money came from, folks? Y'all keep playing games. Stop playing games, bruh. Soon you're not going to recognize your world you're not going to recognize your world you are going to see things that you thought would never happen i remember in the first episode of studio 60 on the sunset strip and what was his name hirsch made a speech and that speech needs to be played again and again. Guess what? We're only at least 18 months away from that speech being reality. I just want y'all to know that. You should be scared shitless about what they want to do. And then they said they built Netflix for all of y'all. No, they did not build Netflix for all of y'all. You crazy. Y'all in trouble, man. Y'all better wake up. I told him there's a lot of things that gotta solve with this video, but I don't do not I do not believe that um Jeopardy is going to be there long. And it's a shame. Because we're not that intelligent as we thought we are intelligent as and the people that and the generation that is coming now, especially after this pandemic. 20 years down the road, nah, nah, they're not, they're not, you're in trouble, y'all in trouble, but hopefully the race to space will help get things on a, get things right, we'll talk about the year in space, the best place to be when we come back on Beyond This Earth. Beyond this earth will continue right after these messages. Beyond this earth. <laughs> 
Space is the place to be these days. Just as Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson, and many and Elon Musk. Three men who are using whatever gains they can get to get humanity into the stars. The recent one last Saturday was the former linebacker for the New York Giants, Michael Strahan, now of ABC News and of Spot Sports, who went on that rocket ship to the stars. It it looks like what you think it looks like. Let's not kid ourselves here. But he said it was a fantastic experience. More people should do it. Of course, more people should do it. That's why we call it flexing. Rich man flexing. That's what it is. It's rich man flexing. Flexing their muscles. Flexing the muscles the government money gave them. So the government contracts and the government workers can work in those places. Huh? There was no help that came from you nowhere. Come on, stop the bullshit. Stop. Speaking of which, only a couple of days from James Webb able to get certain things done. You know, James Webb. James Webb being the new Hubble replacement, well, semi-Hubble replacement, nearly cosmic powers. Nearly cosmic powers. The new telescope that will go in the infrared um, spectrum to capture new planets, new stars, get us better high definition pictures. But if there's a problem, we don't got no ships to fix it. We won't be able to fix it. It's on a, it better work perfectly the first time. And this is a big one. So they're going to the French Guinea and they're going to lift the thing up. Hopefully by the 22nd, hopefully nothing goes wrong and we'll be up and ready to go. Hopefully you'll be dicking about trying to get to the moon next, but we're going to have to wait an extra year because of the world event crisis as they delayed the plan. They announced the delay for the plans to get us into the moon again. Interestingly enough, there was an issue with us in the courts concerning who was going to get it. It is going to be SpaceX who will do all that particular thing with the Artemis system. So we hope that something with that will take place and 2025 gets up and he can use the new technology to get us up into the stars and then from there we can hopefully get to mars in 2026 in the next year after and then after that we might be going to both venus mars and have at least a moon base or at least a star uh a space station moon station 
that orbits the moon within the next couple of years. So hopefully within those in the mid decade, in the mid decade, we will be already on the on the cups of something great and fantastic. On the cusp of something great and fantastic. It's going to be amazing. You're going to love it. Um, speaking of which, we already have gravity batteries. Gravity batteries? Here's something interesting to talk about. Before we tell you what a gravity battery or an idea of a gravity battery is, we have to understand how gravity works in certain ways. Um, a pendulum sort of works as a gravity battery. The dams work using gravity. Of course, dams are the easiest answer. They use, they use gravity, the water, in order to generate energy. Well, now they're using two particular types of technology, or this is a very old technology, and these technologies for gravity energy devices have been used in Switzerland, South Korea, and America because, yes, we have mountain ranges in each of those particular countries. And those mountain ranges help in to deliver the water up one way in order to generate energy. Well, two particular companies have decided to change the way this is done, one using energy coming from a crane that puts down blocks, puts up blocks with in coordinates with solar and wind energy. They use it to build up the blocks and then they use the crane during the day to lift the blocks up and then during the night, like a battery, it drops the butt, it drops that energy down. And so it's able to produce energy as they put the blocks down and they do it again the next day and the next day after that. So it works on that particular process, which is an interesting process because it's just taking blocks down and all of it. It's totally automated according to this particular company that is doing these particular technologies as it were. And it will be able to produce a lot of energy for possibly a lot of people. A similar technology is being done for shaft mines that are abandoned. They just need to put a ton, uh, a, a weight on one side to either generate energy or conserve and make it and make that energy work in a different way as a battery. So two different technology, two different companies using two different ways of developing newer technologies. And in one sense, we could use this to also generate energy in case issues happen in Mars and in other places of that nature. So if we just can't find it. So this is just one of the ways we're going to be able to survive on Mars if we don't have an idea. Let's just use the basic pick up rocks, stack them up like Legos, and then drop them down and create energy on that particular sense. But for that one, you need some sort of mediator or starter. 
in that particular sense in order for the thing to actually take hold. We have touched the sun. A satellite has touched the sun. And one of those satellites that was lifted off about a couple of years ago has touched the sun's corona. It's the first ever Earth-based space project to ever do so. It is there to collect data about the sun's corona, sunspots, the temperature, and a whole lot of other things as well. And it is a humongous success, and we'll have more details as it becomes available. DARPA has also produced something of a warp bubble. Well, it's not really a warp bubble, but it deals with something of the nature of what is between two objects and what are those objects and it, can you put something in that object to make it go fast? So in that particular aspect, that might happen as well. It's not something of a warp drive per se, but I hate to tell y'all this. If it actually works, a lot of things have changed, but it's going to take the will in order to pull it off. And do they have the will to get it done? We'll see. If it is legitimate. But you know, Mars looks good, especially with that new rover that we just placed over there. And it has those nice working helicopters. What a moment that was this year. One of the happier moments of 2021. Maybe the Maybe looking back, it was the happiest moment of 20, one of the happiest moments of 2021, of seeing that beautiful spaceship landing and seeing that helicopter going up and high and with and taking pictures of the rover and its area, and they're just going around doing its thing looking for rocks and all the rest of it. It was a beautiful thing to behold. And it is that Mars looks very good, but the will to reach there is also far away. And I just wish that people could look up to the stars and realize that our hope is there not in the ideologies of the lost and the forlorn, but in the hopes and the dreams of all those that have always wanted to see what is up there. We'll continue with more of the year-end edition, 2021, of Beyond This Earth. We'll be back after this.
will continue right after these messages. We now return you to Beyond This Earth. show on the next segment tell the news for the last week and then we'll tell what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks when we come back on the 22nd and a whole lot of things that are going to come to a head and hopefully um things will be in a much even keel i think that a lot of people in our culture that what, 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 what we're dealing with is that a lot of people have lost their identities over the last 20 months of this COVID world event crisis. And the world event crisis had people that weren't supposed to lose their lives, that weren't supposed to do things to themselves that ended their existence that they have tried to get help and all the rest of those things and unfortunately it did not come to pass and so in a way we're now seeing throughout the rest of the world and for especially in america in, in particular there's a loss of respect a loss of dignity especially with the way australia austria latvia germany and italy are treating their citizens south korea is doing the same we're losing any sort of hope concerning how we can see ourselves and see each other. And we're reaching to a point where there is no chance for us to see and to us to understand where we're headed as a humanity or even as a person. And so we're losing touch with our human identity, especially those that had to be forced to take these things or they were going to lose their jobs. And they're going, and unfortunately, they're going to continue to do these particular things and trying to stop these particular variants. And the disaster that is about to head on this because of this particular issue is absolutely unbecoming. And so 
now we have COVID surges. Now there's more lockdowns being planned. Now there's more rules. And now what we believe that fascism could not happen in this country. A lot of the liberals have stated that it was going to come in a flag and a cross. It didn't come in the American flag and it did not come in a cross. In fact, the cross was broken. The flag was pooped on and it came in a lisp in a different flag and in a spoken by a multicolored haired 350 pound black woman and everyone cheered with thunderous applause and they did it through Twitter spaces do you know what they want to turn us into I could tell you, but I don't want to say it. Look at the... Look at the technologies that we see. The Instagram changing all their tools so they can try and get Instagram kids through hell or high water, they must do this. What is compelling them to pull this trigger? Because after what is going on, I wouldn't have done it, but I don't work in Instagram. Through hell or high water, we're going to have metaverse. There are already marriages in those places. After decades and decades and decades of trying to say that the metaverse ain't going to work, now uh, uh, that Second Life and I Am Vu and all the others that they have tried to do in the past. The last three times, the last four or five times we even tried this particular concept, within two years, it all failed. Two years. Didn't we do PlayStation at home? Does anybody remember that? Nah, none of you remember that. It wasn't gonna fly. PlayStation 3. Y'all remember it? Now we're doing a weaker, much more, you know what version of it. And all y'all feel so fucking salty now because they got new economies of scale we got nfts cryptos the whole nine yards ethereums and the whole nine yards of it what are y'all turning into you know there's a fantastic series of youtube videos talking about cyberpunk media how it was made how it led into certain things how they tried to overgloss the matrix 
how John Bouillard didn't like what the Wachowskis was doing in the first three movies. And you know, the strange thing is, is that one person on Twitter said, why are you using a vaccine patch to go see the Matrix 4? Y'all taking the blue pill, motherfuckers. And when I looked at that and I just said, oh, fuck yes, he's right. Oh, fuck yes, he's right. You took the blue pill, bruh. What are y'all turning into? The medical industry, Pfizer alone, is going to make $33 billion this year. $33 billion. All government funded. They're going to make $36 billion next year. All government funded. Your entertainment industry doing screens, thinking they're YouTube stars and all the rest of it. And they can't pull that shit off. The YouTube stars can't pull off being mainstream um, gravitas boys. So you're caught in between those that try to be mainstream and those that have lost the trust of the mainstream. What are you turning into? The ancient motherfucker who gonna bow down to some fat liberal scion of the now deceased bell hooks. <coughs> because there are going to be battles to be had most of the mental in order to figure out who are you as a human being in this world. And they're not going to tell you this because they think this is a game. It's no game anymore. Think about it real deeply on how y'all are losing in life and how y'all losing in your society. And you don't, and you don't want to know the real truth of the matter. The real truth of the matter is you are scared shitless about what is going to come down because something wicked this way comes and it's going to be wicked because I stated, because I stated episode, Episode 23, 24, 25 I of season two, I stated, maybe it was episode 15 of season two. I stated, they grow snake eyes on this vaccine. They lost the whole fucking Western world. If they roll snake eyes, and it was a 90% chance they were going to roll snake eyes. I saw one snake eye now. We're seeing the first snake eye. The, the die is being rolled and it is moving away from six. From an inconclusive end. It's rolling snake eyes, bruh. I said 90%. We're heading towards snake eyes, bruh. 
they're going they bet the whole western world on these vaccines didn't i say this i said it and i will continue to say it they bet the whole freaking western world on these treatments they've bet the whole world and they have possibly lost but we won't know until at least february march we won't know but i also said that the economy was going to suffer dislocations guess what the old this uh, um situations concerning with erythium bitcoin nfts and other cryptocurrencies are didn't Dane, Mr. Pena told you about these cryptocurrencies? Didn't he tell you about them? He stated if you knew who was behind Bitcoin, it will go zero overnight. Ladies and gentlemen, we already, they may have already been told. No one wants to listen to the truth. Y'all playing games, folks because you refuse to solve the problem. The problem is that the working class is being destroyed right in front of your faces and they refuse to tell you why. And in all the possible futures that Michael John, John Michael Gray has been talking about in the last two, in the last two weeks of his articles, not this, not the week before, but this week and two weeks prior and three weeks prior, about different futures and all the rest of these things, about conspiracies and the whole lot of it. Conspiracies and conspiracy theories are things to talk about that they cannot talk about politically because or socially because if they were talked about politically and socially, they will be lambasted as sexist, racist, bigoted, um, you the and the other and the other word that has to do with something that with world war ii you the other things about denial they will be called all of it when they don't even when they are not even those type of people i just want y'all to focus on the facts that when the wicked thing comes and it is a part of the great judgment. Things that have been started since 9-11. This is part of the great judgment of humanity. A lot of motherfuckers aren't going to pass. A lot of them are not. It's drawing near. It draws near. Three years time, I don't even know if America is even the same. I don't even know what they're going to call America, America. We're doing everything we can. I'm doing everything I can to set things up in a way that I even have a future. I fought in this. I know. No, no. Let me say it this way. I made sure I kept myself alive for so long only to have other motherfuckers and other entities trying to destroy things around me to prevent me from becoming successful. And now the things around me trying to keep my, keep things in order 
are doing things that will ultimately hurt me, that ultimately are not conducive for me to be successful again. So I'm screwed three times over, four times over, five times over, six times over. And now you, and now someone like me and many others who are going through the similar things with COVID protocols and a whole lot of it, the families can't get funding to do certain things, to get their teeth fits, to get cancer treatments, to get monoclonal antibodies and a whole lot of it. We can't even get there. Everybody complains about China. No one's saying anything about Australia or New Zealand. It's one whole thing. Motherfucker, it's one whole thing. Ain't shit motherfuckers running this, these societies, both in the West, in China, in Russia, don't matter where. They have literally collapsed socially, aesthetically, in entertainment and elsewhere, educationally, economically in the future, politically as it begins to fracture because Kamala Harris is having an argument with Charlemagne Can't keep her mouth shut for one freaking second. And it has reached a point where it only takes a few bad days and dudes getting hungry and motherfuckers and already seen aspects of it all over. They can't stop the crime and all the rest of it. And people are going to start really getting going off. I don't predict futures. I don't talk about the future. I don't mention all of these things here. America has been split from its government and wants nothing to do with Washington, D.C. Not anymore. So your best hope is for that to continue. One of the other things that have to take place ultimately in this life and in this society is that we have to have some sort of separation of a type of boundaries from the wit from people that we agree on certain things, but we don't agree on certain things. And the things that we disagree with have to be in the way of how we live our lives. The degree of separation has to be done. If we don't do that, we lose everything. You will lose anything and you will die a living death. You have to also realize that we're under mass psychosis. And part of the judgment is, is that a lot of people are going to commit suicide when none of it works. And a lot of people are gonna do suicide by cop, suicide by this, suicide by that, because they all joined in that same type of 
drinking the Kool-Aid moment with Dr. Fauci, the new Jim Jones. Yeah, I went there. The new Jim Jones. The first, the new Jim Jones. Jim Jones's son, intellectually, and all the other shit. Jim Jones's son still lives. It's Dr. Fauci, bruh. Call it what it is. Well, there was a game called Mutant Nation. And it and there's a whole lot of games out there that deals with evil scientists and scientists not doing the things they're supposed to do. Even Metal Gear Solid talked about the the scientists that tried to cheat the world out and all the rest of it. Putting in simple terms, folks. The people that say trust the science, I am the science, I am the definition of science. If you diss me, you diss science. They don't believe in science. None of them believe in God. They go into the church, they play their games as Episcopalians or Unitarian in church or all the rest of these things. And then they come up and they say all these things on the TV. And guess what? They find a way to make sure you lose. Your friends started on that mass psychosis when Trump won. And every day he was there, the psychosis got worse. To the point where your friends, you didn't know who your friends or your enemies were. I just want to let y'all know, Kyrie Irving lost a lot of money this year. Now, he's doing COVID protocols unvaccinated. Kevin Durant got three shots and got two shots and a booster. He has the pandemic. Everybody was calling out Kyrie Irving. Who's playing and who's not. Snake Eyes is about to roll. Your friends may have never been your friends. They may have just been keeping up appearances. Maybe there needs to be a different way of seeing the world. Maybe it's almost time to get ready to understand who humanity really is. I don't think a lot of people are ready for that journey. And it may be time to bury them. Not in the not in a physical way, but in a way 
to keep boundaries in order to remember the good times that were about those friendships and those relationships. Let it hurt for a little while, but realize that one has to move on. That's where humanity is going to be fighting for the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Trying to find itself through the darkness and through the devastation. Fauci and others and communism have done to not only this country, but the rest of the planet. Final segment coming up right after this on Beyond This Earth. for this week and there are some space items some tech items and some other news that you might have missed blue origins launched on saturday carrie michael string and that was last week saturday in five hours was the 13th human space mission this year that was the most such mission in any year in history second place is 1985 with 11 launches most of it by nasa West Side Story brought in an estimated $10.5 million at the domestic boss office, a disappointing result. Alibaba has fired an employee who accused their former boss of sexual assault earlier this year, according to a Chinese state-backed newspaper. Exchange-traded fund inflows hit $1 trillion for the first time this year. In 2020, ETFs brought in around $700 $35.7 billion. Max Verstappen won his first ever F1 championship in a deeply controversial finish at the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. Volvo had some of its R&D information stolen in a cyber heist. Gina Raimondo, U.S. Commerce Secretary, criticized two of the EU sweeping tech regulation proposals. Washington, D.C. City Council Chair introduced a bill that will require algorithmic auditing and impact assessments from some higher stakes AI systems. 
GM says it's all electric Chevy Silverado pickup will go into production in early 2023. California is reimposing a mask mandate for indoor venues regardless of vaccination status. It will last about one month. Harley-Davidson's electric motorcycle unit, Livewire, will go public via a SPAC in a deal valued at about $1.8 billion. Cacti, Travis Stark's Spike Seltzer brand, has been discontinued by Anheuser-Busch following the deaths of 10 people at the rapper's concert in November. South Korea will not join other countries in staging a diplomatic boycott of the Beijing Winter Olympics, signing its strategic ties to China, its largest training partner and key player in negotiations with North Korea. Congress has voted to raise the debt ceiling by $2.5 trillion just one day before potentially the U.S. would have defaulted on its loans and IOUs. Employees at two Starbucks locations at the Boston area filed for union lunches after workers at the three Buffalo area Starbucks locations folded to unionize last week. Dogecoin prices spiked up to 40% at one point on Wednesday after Elon Musk told said Tesla will accept the token ads payment for some merchandise. Omen Sands could increase their bonus pool for investment banking by 50% this year, and JP Morgan could juice theirs by 40% per Bloomberg. Nike has recently bought an NFT studio called Reflect. White House issued a action plan to set its electronic vehicle charging ambitions into motion. Oppo and China based consumer electronic company announced plans to release assisted reality glasses this year and Tesla and SpaceX are both facing also harassment allegations. Dr. Fauci said variant boosters aren't necessary at this point because studies show that the boosters of the Moderna or Pfizer vaccines are effective against the Omicron. Bruce Springsteen sold his entire music rights to Sony Entertainment Music Entertainment in a reported $500 million deal, perhaps the biggest sum ever paid by an individual artist's body of work. Apple has pushed back its return to office to a date later to be determined. Bell Hooks, the renowned black feminist author, activist, and professor, died at the age of 69. A judge rejected Purdue Pharma's $4.5 billion bankruptcy settlement that protected the Sackler family, which owned the Oxycontin maker, from future litigation over opioids. The FDA reduced restrictions on abortion pills, allowing patients to receive them by mail instead of having to go go the person. Peloton pulled his buzzy ad with actor Chris Noth after two women accused him of sexual assault in a Hollywood Reporter article. Noth said the accusations were categorically false. Former McDonald's CEO Steve Easterbrook paid back more than $105 million in severance to settle a lawsuit over his firing in 2019. Melania Trump is planning to launch an NFT business in her first public venture since leaving the White House. NASA has announced that its solar probe is the first spacecraft to touch the sun. 
Reddit is about to go public. Uber and Motional are partnering on an autonomous delivery program in Santa Monica to kick up in 2022. New Jersey wants to create what is to call the America's first AV-based urban transit system in Trenton. And Sidewalk Labs is winding down. Spider-Man No Way Home earned an impressive $50 million at the box office Thursday night previews and hopeful sign for what will surely become the record-breaking opening weekend during the pandemic. J.P. Morgan was fined $200 million to settle charges for what it allowed its employees to send messages on personal devices to avoid oversight by regulators. The Rockets are canceling all the Christmas spectacular show through the end of the year, citing COVID and the pandemic and the world event crisis. And Anthony LaVar Burton, who publicly lobbied to be the next Jeopardy host, has chosen to be the new host for the script's National Spelling Bee. And that is the news that you missed throughout this week. Hold on. One final note that we want to discuss. And as we end this winter finale of Beyond This Earth, I want to thank all of you because I went through a lot of things the last two weeks with problems with the audio system and problems with a lot of other things as well. And I wish for everyone here to understand that it was not easy to get through a lot of things. And I wish for the betterment of everyone involved that we can come to terms to see things in a better light. I'm going through a lot of stuff right now personally, and hopefully... It will not interfere with what I plan to do. This started in September. And in September, thinking that I was going to do this show on a different playing field. And I was going to at least have most of the week doing other projects that I really wanted to do and still want to do. And still hope that I can do them next year. Because I plan that 2022 be the year that we can get out of this mess and we will not be caught up in the bullshit that we have been caught up in and that we can become something more just more in tune and more in understanding of what is going on in this society as well. And one of the things that I did was to delay certain projects until 2022, April of 2022. And we hope to get those ones together. I hope that whatever happens, that you will be safe. You take care of your families. You take care of each other. You celebrate Christmas. You try and not focus on the things that other people are doing around you. You try to have alone time. And not necessarily meditate, but just be aware of certain things that are going around. And a lot of the mistakes that people have done to themselves unwittingly to try and 
keep up with the Joneses in many ways. Is keeping up with the Joneses don't work. Do they even have an idea on how things are and how things should be? So those are some of the things that we have to go from. On the 22nd of January, or maybe much later, maybe, yeah, it will be the 22nd of January. We will have a brand new episode of Beyond This Earth, and we will be able to get through what we what has happened in the last couple of days. I mean, last couple of weeks since we were off. And hopefully we will be in a completely different place, and then the projects that we are going to do are going to be available. And I just want all of you to know, I respect you all. You may disagree with me. You may not disagree with me. You may think I'm a little stupid. You may think I'm a little slow. I'm. Uh, you may think that I do a lot of ums and ahs. I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm fixing that. I'm, it's still a work in progress. But look, folks, I didn't want a million followers. I don't want a hundred million views like Mr. Rogan. I'm still working on trying to get interviews. Hopefully when we move to the place and I'm actually in a place where we can calm down and talk about certain things in a better and more, more uplifting light in that particular sense that we will be able to do the interviews that we want to do and showcase the world as we should be, it should be showcased so people can have a different way of seeing through life and hopefully find themselves as just me being a signpost, not a guru, not this, just a signpost to show people the way. That's basically what this is. I think ours, I think dot have been misused. Imagination has been misused, has been misinterpreted. Dot comes from the Holy Spirit or dot comes from the spirit that is his weapons that is in us given to God, given by God, part of God's idea, idea, idea for mankind. And when we dismiss thought, we lose it all. That's something that needs to be thought about, truly. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. This is Novid Hollerback. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Radio Republic. Soon on Clubhouse. Soon on Spotify Green Room. Stereo with the interviews. And wherever you get your radio shows. And we'll soon be, soon be on Stitcher as well. Thank you for listening. We will see you guys next year. January 22nd. On the on this earth. Beyond This Earth is a Garo Gothic production.